Are you confused about being woke versus being sleep? Are you tired of hearing people divided into conservative and liberal camps? Maybe you're ready for something different. Are you tired of people yelling at you and telling you what to think, who to hate, and try to make good into evil and evil into good? You may be ready for something different. You're not alone. Many people are looking for some light in this present darkness. So are we. Welcome to the Get Used to Different podcast, a safe platform that exists to expand your mind, challenge your perspective, and encourage you to think outside the box. Warning. Possible side effects are an open mind, empathy, awareness of others, relationship with people that don't look like you, think like you, or vote like you. Please do not listen while operating heavy machinery, as this podcast might cause tears from laughing, crying, or self-conviction. What's up, everybody? Hey! We're back! Sound like a scary movie. (laughs) (laughs) We're so glad you guys are joining us again. Hey, um, we we have had some some goings on in our household, and that's what we're going to talk about today. But before we do that, if it's your first time listening to Get Used to Different, um, uh, we are a podcast that wants to um, welcome different thought processes, right, Beauty? Like, right. Um, we know that everybody doesn't think like us, vote like us, hack like us, and I believe, and so does Beauty, that that we could we we would be so much better if we just took the time to get an understanding of someone that doesn't look like us, think like us, vote like us, whatever. I think that's funny because just like 30 minutes ago, we were driving home and we were like, you know, people are weird. <laughs> people are weird, right, Terry? I said that, like, people are strange. <laughs> right. And I was describing a, a particular situ- situation that happened to me at work today and and the response of the individual that I was talking to was strange. And and then it went even a step further, and I'm like, maybe... We're... We're the one that's strange. I, and I, Seriously. I, I, it's very possible. We could be strange. And I, if I'm strange, I'm okay with it. Right. I, I don't mind being strange. Right. But. but is that not the typical response, right? right? Like, So in a household, husband and wife, been together for a while... They go out into public, they meet a couple, they go, they were super weird. Strange. Something was off, right? Like how many times, and we we do people all the time. We, <laughs> but, but we are like, with people hold on, all no. the like, time. Let's just, let's just dive into that just a, just a little bit because like, no, people are weird. <laughs> like, I mean, really weird though. Like some, some of the stuff that like we, we've experienced as, as, um, when we've been on dates with people yeah, or just having conversations yeah. and just hearing how people respond to different uh, relationship issues. Or Ooh, like when, when you're talking um, and it gets a little bit more intimate and they start sharing with you things that happen within their marriage, you're like, what the hell? <laughs> or not even their marriage, just their Their, their lives. The, the, they've experienced. Or, yeah. 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 And I think, you know, truth be told, everybody has some stuff that would make them weird right because i well so i'm like in saying that if i would share some stuff that i've experienced people might be like this girl is weird <laughs> and i mean like i i don't exactly want to call be, me <laughs> i'll tell you okay wait I, a minute I can no, clarify, no but, but seriously i don't want to be viewed as weird but i realize that to some people i might be strange just based on how i respond a thousand thousand and ten percent so 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 okay um we talked about weird people which includes us right so in it our, includes you. 
Uh, okay, yeah. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> in our house, this last week, we literally had kind of a big scenario um, where we... Um, what happened is we had a difference of opinion. Steph and I, with our children, um, we're having a conversation about what we are going to allow or not allow and, um, in our house. And, and um, I'm very opinionated on the subject and it just so happens by opinionated you mean conservative legalistic i don't think that's fair boxed in what no oh no i don't i don't think that's fair okay at all not not a little bit not a lot none of that um i would say in the past that i was very conservative legalistic and blah 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 but i think that i've came a long way when it comes to that yes um i i think a lot of our peers would say i'm very liberal when it comes to most things uh, but um, we had a conversation, yes, and it did not go well. Well, the thing was though is that I didn't know it wasn't going well. <laughs> I thought it was going quite well. Well, of I course, it... because you were beating me up the whole conversation. So I mean, uh, I was really? like, well, yeah, you were like, no, you're an idiot. That's not that cool. Is, that yeah. is so not what yeah. happened, yeah. Terry. I mean, hey, world, she was beating oh. me. Terry, stop. No, you're going to send the wrong message. I was not beating you up. We were having a discussion about biblical truths, right? That was not. We, okay. Everything like our view that we talk on about. a particular topic. Biblical. And, and, we, and we were using the Bible as our frame right, of reference, right? right, right? right. Yeah, like yeah, how, yeah. how are we going to determine the, the way decision, we view the, the right. decision for yeah. this particular topic, right? Based on the And topic. the reason we're not bringing up the topic is because we don't want that to become the topic because it's a very, <laughs> it's a very... Um, Y'all be talking about, we could be here all yeah, week, a very seriously. controversial yeah. topic. But um, in the same sense, though, what it did was it divided you and I and we ended up arguing. Well, I didn't know we were arguing. Okay, so I'll let you speak to that because You didn't I, know we were arguing. No, I, like I didn't know you we mean were in the divided. moment. Okay, yeah, so I thought so, we were good. Okay, so so that brings us to our subject, right? We we're, we we're going to talk about um, um, perception and rejection, right? Like, right. Um, rejection. like, because in that moment you felt rejected, totally rejected. But I think, so I think we said we were going to talk about rejection, but here's the thing. When you watch a movie, we could watch the same exact movie. Right. We could be, we were in that same exact conversation. Yeah. And in the conversation, you're feeling like. I'm free flowing. Let's run. Let's like, do yeah, this. Let's dig into this. The whole time, let's I'm feeling like. one another. These jokers are trying to, they're trying to come from my jugular. And so we had the same conversation, the same, um. We were in the same environment. The environment is the same. But, but our our feelings our and takeaway. What, our takeaway was completely Vastly. different. How is that possible? Well, I mean, we know how it's possible because we're different individuals. But We've been married for 13 years, baby. Together for 15. I, I realized that. And I was equally as perplexed at your response, honestly, because the reason I'll say I was perplexed is because we talk about controversial topics all the time, especially with our kids. When our kids are here, we will. And I mean, people, there's crying, mm. there's yelling, mm. there's, um, you know, just very, a room full of passionate people 
that will cry about some stuff that doesn't even have anything to do with them. <laughs> you know well, what I'm but, saying? Like, but in those, in our family conversations, typically we know that that's going to happen and everybody gets up and on the table okay. and right. we walk away we're okay. and we're good. We still love each other. And, yeah. and this particular time was a little, it was a little deeper, man. It was, it like lasted for, for you and I, it was a eternity compared to what we're used to in our relationship now. So it was like, what? Well, it wasn't the con- yeah. The conversation didn't last more than thirty minutes. Yeah. But the argument that ensued after lasted for four days. Based on, based on um, my opinion of the experience, m- my feeling in the experience, my view of the experience versus your view, your experience, um, your opinion of the conversation. Um. And so, like, I'm going to differ with you in that scenario, in that sense, just for a second, because, like, I, it wasn't the conversation that I struggled with. It was your response to the conversation. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, that, yeah. That caused me to um, struggle. Okay. And for me, it, it was, was the conversation, conversation. Right. Which is interesting, right? That's, that's super interesting because um, I was being bothered by the conversation you were bothered I was, I was fine with the by the result of the conversation. Right. I guess right. it's kind of two different things. So what was it specifically that, um, like, not specifically in the conversation, but you, you mentioned you felt rejected. So, like, can yeah, you... So I think, I, I, I feel like, um, I mean, okay, so we're going way back, right? Like, so sometimes I feel... Like we can have a conversation and if I feel like there is no breath and everyone disagrees with um, where I'm standing, I feel like I'm being attacked. Which I think think is a common, I think a lot of people feel like that. So in my experience, what I tend to do is instead of punch everybody, I'm I'm going to shut down. I'm going to give myself time to think about it. I'm going to try to back off so that I don't bite and I'm going to I'm going to exit stage right. Mm-hmm. Probably because of my experience as a child um coming up um my mother's an amazing person but she gets to a point and it's explosion. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's explosion. And so for me, you try to avoid the explosion. I'm, I'm not I'm not, I don't want to deal with the explosion. And I know I'm explosive. There's times where I'm, I'm going to take a lot. And it, it's just so funny because I have never seen an explosive side of you. Yeah, so which is. I find that um, interesting seen, and, and, and alarming all in the same, uh, all in the same uh, sentence. But, but what I do to not explode is what triggers you. Because instead of me exploding and being like, I'm, I'm about to tear the whole house down, I shut down. And for you, that's like a disconnect. It's like... It's rejection. It's rejection. You don't love me. You don't... And my rejection would have been, why is everybody going at me and no one's hearing what I'm saying? Oh, you don't You don't care. You don't... You know, so I shut down. That makes sense. Interesting, right? It, it is interesting because I think that your rejection caused me to feel rejected. Isn't that interesting? It's very interesting. It's very interesting. And, and what's very... Um, I don't know. It just causes me to ponder is like how differently we respond to the very same emotion. Well, I mean, okay. So I kind of gave a piece like uh, of who I am and why I deal and address with things the way I deal and address with things. There are times when I'm aggressive, like 
you know, but most of the time. Why are you aggressive? You're just, you're not aggressive. But that's not what y'all say half the time. My kids will say, Dad, did you have to say it like that? You're assertive. Yeah. But you're not aggressive. Like I don't mean like. And and how you say you're explosive, I'm like, I've not seen an explosive side of you ever. I do good. Oh, that's now that scares me because <laughs> I'm like, what is brewing behind uh, this? Uh, no, I, I believe I've changed too, right? Like, I'm uh, sure, you know, I'm sure. Um, and Honestly, and I though, know I think that your anybody... situation too. I, the explosive in our house would do nothing but defeat us in a thousand ways. Well, only because we've experienced explosive, right, right on both ends. On both right. ends. Right. I mean, it would not. It would only be torture in our house. So like for all of you that don't know, like Terry and I come from a very troubled marriage. <laughs> and I think it's good that we share that and we're honest about it because I think it will help maybe some people that are possibly going through some things in their marriage that you feel like you can't overcome. You you can't connect. You guys just, you can't communicate. You don't know how to handle conflict. All those things that you're experiencing in your marriage. Um, I'm not saying it's a cakewalk, but I am saying that there can be reconciliation in, in those in those things when you learn how the other person processes and and deals with conflict or so, deals with situational you know issues. And and I don't want to go, go go too far past what our, our subject like. I said because of my my right. bringing up my upbringing, um, and it wasn't just my mama. Cause, and I don't want anybody to think bad about. I can say that about my mom. Anybody else say something about my mom, kill them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had, there was other people in my family that if you didn't say the right thing. Explosive. 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 Right. Um, uh, that brought me up, you know. Um, but, so so that was it for me. Why is it that when I shut down, you feel rejected? Mm, that's a that's a hard question. Why do I feel rejected? I have to say that I probably feel rejected when so when you say shut down, it's like when you stop communicating with me, you go in the bedroom, you shut the door, um, we're not talking anymore. We can go days without talking. Um, that's the type of rejection we're talking about, right? Like I'm just I just want to give light to well for me what so, what is rejection? Okay, so is that I would say the truth of your statement was the the evening of that conversation, immediately after that was what I did. Right. The next day, right. I say, hey, we gonna talk, and you're like, you were still you I, felt a certain I, kind of, right. right. I was very hurt so, from the night before. Right. right. So so it it lingered on, and and I'm not. We are past the point. So Steph and I are not arguing. For the record, he's but, not. Yeah, well, see, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. But I'm saying like no, it was good. like a, it's like a tennis, a, a tennis match, match or something right. like that. No, for like, sure. You know. Um, but I, I try to. This is a great question because I try to think about what it is about your actions that cause me to respond in the way to, that I do. And what's interesting is um, Terry becomes the avoider to where he retreats and he hides himself from conflict and I become the pursuer Hmm. and I seek after emotion, conversation. Um, I'm searching for uh, validation, Hmm. I think is what I'm searching for because I'm hurt, I'm hurt. 
And I think that when I grew up, so much of the things that I experienced were not valued. Mm. So like, um, you know, say uh, we're on the highway, you know, my dad is driving, my mom's in the passenger seat, and me and my brother and my sister are in the back seat, and my dad is doing 125 miles an hour on the highway. Oh my God. And I'm so afraid. Mm. And I'm crying, and my, my sister's crying, and my brother, you know, we're just, we're upset. And he keeps on speeding, and no one really cares about how we're feeling. Mm. And so I think that in my adult years, what I tried to do is I tried to make sure that that never happened to me again. Mm. Like, oh, oh, you're, you're, you're not going to ignore me. Like you're going to value my position. And what's so spiritual about our marriage, Terry, is that we're so opposite. Yeah. Like while I'm seeking to find that my emotions matter, you're like shutdown mode. And it's like one wound communicates to the other wound. <laughs> it starts and, just like And we just feed the wounds. Cycle. The wounds yeah, are feeding yeah. each other. And we, we're literally each other's triggers. Yeah. Shout out Michael Qual because we would have never known that without our boy. He's our anybody, counselor. He, that dude is the bomb. I'm going to send him this podcast so he knows how much we love him. Because, yes, man. He saved it, our marriage. It, 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 Jesus has saved our marriage. But he, well, through he Michael. sent us Michael. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> through Michael. Thank you very much. So, but, but yeah, like, um, and that's, I think that's good. I think it's good for husbands and wives to hear this. Like, because I think, I think that not, I think it's very important and we were talking about this earlier today. I think it's important for people to know that all women should not be put in the category of, of this is how right. I react and I want validation. And I, I, I hear that all the time. There have been books that have been written. There have been, you know, this is the rule. There are some women that they, they shut down. Right. There that are oh, I mean one of uh, like our children like Come no on. no it's it's not a gender based emotion. Right. right. There's some men that are more emotional than others. Right. Like if somebody were to say you can't be a man and cry then I don't qualify as somebody a man. Somebody took your man card a long a time ago. A long time ago. <laughs> now if somebody said hey uh, I'm a, use a punk that's a whole different eye cuz I mean I don't you know what I'm saying? There's two well, no, different... I know exactly what you're... Because what you're saying is that there are social norms or stigmas that have been applied to genders that don't apply. And we are the irony in those uh, those biases. Absolutely. Like, if you say that a man that cries is not a man, well, okay. use a damn lie. Right. Because I know a man's man that cries right. when he's emotional. Right. Ironically, though, you never cry for me. Oh, you had to go there, and that's not true. When do you cry for me? I can I can tell you on. Some, Let me tell you something. Hard, oh, hey. hard nose. Hey, <laughs> old school, uh, pimp daddy, oh. uh, gangster oh, mentality. Are you serious? No, right I mean like Stone Cold Steve Austin. This dude is like. Cold-blooded. Don't have these people believe in it. It's it's true. I've never seen. So have I not came to you after we've had the, a huge after and yes. and and no, we embracing you absolutely. 
Okay, people, see, she a lie. She tried to lie <laughs> well, no, on me. She tried to lie on me. I got your own tape. You can't take I'm it back. Speaking to within the conflict, though, I would never, ever, ever guess that you were emotional, mm. that you were soft, mm. that you were um, wanting to embrace me but didn't know how. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because you've become an expert at your defense mechanism and and i can speak to that because so have i because i become a bully yeah and i am a, a, a pursuer and i am the aggressor. protection mode right like because if i were to break down and give you that emotion and you rejected it i don't know how i could take exactly. that would i become that guy again would and I then i'm the exact opposite right, i'm like I, oh you think you're going to reject me but you're not right you, and, i can't handle you rejecting me so i'm going to chase you <laughs> Until you accept me, <laughs> so it's disgusting. I, I don't, I don't know, but I bet you a bunch of people deal with it. If we deal with it, people deal with it, right? People deal with it, and and I, I think it's important to talk about like why do people um, respond the way that they respond do. the yeah. way they do? I had a brother, way, I mean, so much more intelligent than I was. Um, I don't know about that. No, he was her, intelligent. That you brother differently. He was. What's the highest you can get on ACT? Like a 32 or something. I think well, I got a 37. Not, I mean, we're not you that intelligent. Yeah, right, we right. We don't but, know what the scores are. But like are. the dude, I mean, <laughs> highly intelligent, but there was, and, and I think, um, you know, when he was a kid, when he was younger, he, he would get through his stuff before everybody else, and then he would get in trouble because he's bored. And the teachers are, you know. He's and bored. so now he's been pegged as this problem kid from the beginning, and it just, it, it, Snowball, finally, he was like, listen, I'm not an idiot, but I'm not listening to y'all. All y'all are stupid. You're telling me this is not, right. you know, and it just kind of followed him through life. It kind of followed him through life. So his perspective on what was happening to him on a regular basis was different than me because I was the guy that was going to make the teacher like me. I'm going yeah. to the Dairy Queen to get you a blizzard. I might not do my homework, but I promise I know you like that Heath Bar blizzard. Yucky. I promise. Right. Yucky. So, but, hey, I got good grace. I'm sure you did. I asked my mama. She's like, how do you do no homework and manage to... <laughs> but, but, but my experience in life, because yeah. I learned something clicked in a moment, in a moment, they changed it for me. I think it was my freshman year when I got, I found out I could sing and was in a play. And it was like, dude, you got talent. And then it was like, ha, ah, but for my brother, something happened in a moment, in a situation the opposite direction. that triggered him to do something different with his life. And don't, don't misconstrue what I'm saying. My brother was successful to me. I would talk to him. He was intelligent. I mean, Very intelligent. bless his heart. His birthday was the 20th of this month. Yeah. Love you, Herb. He passed. Rest in peace, yeah. yeah. So, but he, you know, something happened in his life that changed him. Right. Um, and so, and I think that's, you could say that about Sylvia and Freddie or, and we could say that about our kids. Those like our each, it, Yeah, I think that um, it comes down to what are you going to do in those moments of conflict? Come on. Because it's always conflict that causes people I mean, honestly, like from conflict stems trauma, right? Mm. And so it's what we do in those moments that determine for us the direction that we will go from that moment on. And, and, and that's in small situations like the argument that we had this week. We could have, we could have the very next morning determined within ourselves that this will not go further We're not gonna have than it. today. Yeah. 
and and not allowed our emotions to dictate or determine how we responded to each other. But in that moment, we were both too weak to do that. And we had to go through a four-day cycle before we were able to come to that point and like, hey, this is unacceptable. And, and, but how much greater though, if we could come to that realization early on that my emotions, my trauma, the things that I've experienced in life are not going to dictate or determine how I respond to this individual who I know loves me. A thousand percent. Right. I know he loves me. I might be misunderstanding him in this particular scenario, but ultimately I, and and I knew it. So, so in that sense, though, a part of that is pride. I get like, I, I'm not going to bend. He's not going to bend. Okay, we just not bending. Yeah, you know? we just, it's going to suck. And it's our kids and our family, our parents know, everybody knows. It's so unproductive. It's like, you know, everybody's walking on eggshell. Everything okay? You guys okay? Right. You, you know, like, when is it going to happen? Yeah, when, they gonna, when are you, you know? guys going to be okay? And, which is interesting because now our kids assume that we're going to be okay. And when there's not an okay time, people get people nervous. Like, like wait, 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 what's you going guys, on? You guys, you, you're still fighting, right? right. Yeah, like <laughs> what, what's what's happening? Which is a, a blessing and, and, and a curse all at the same time. So, um, but but we we are our our podcast is get used to different. So what would be the point? Of this? We just want to tell everybody our dirt. Let everybody know what. No, what's I'm the not point? into telling my dirt. Yeah, well, you told all mine, so I mean, I'm the first one, I think. But, <laughs> I told mine yeah, too. Uh, thank uh, you very much. Uh, a little bit, but no, I mean, we'd be here all day. No, I just say it. I just say uh, it. See, just, you, I, got, you want another four days? <laughs> you want another four days? Is that what you want? I'm just kidding. No, baby, please. No, I don't want another four minutes. In fact, uh, seconds, please. No, dear God. But but so what? Uh, so we, we our podcast is get used to different. Right. What's the? What would be the point of our conversation in this? It, um, when it comes to uh, getting used to different, we're talking about a conflict in a relationship. Right. People that love each other and they have these differences and backgrounds and it affects their relationship. How's that? How? Because we want to bring everybody in, right? We're not talking about husbands and wives. Not just husband and wife. We're talking about um, guy friends and girlfriends right. and we're talking about work coworkers, coworkers and guess what members. we're talking about? We're talking about people that don't watch the same news channel as you. Yeah. People that don't vote like different, you. Different minded people. People that don't have the same color skin as you. Yeah. People that have a different upbringing than you. Well, and I think that's the whole point because initially when we started out this conversation, we started talking about how people are strange mm. and how people are weird. Yeah. They're just, they're just, they're weird. But like the more you get to know those people that you would deem to be weird, the more you realize the reason that they respond makes sense. Like the reason they respond the way that they do to certain situations is honestly logical. And, and it helps you when you deal with that individual. So if I can gain understanding at home, it allows me to, I have a tool now. I have a tool to learn how to function in other relationships that aren't necessarily as intimate as me and my husband. Right. And I'm telling you, if you can learn how to survive in a very intimate relationship and how to function and um, ebb and flow and mm. live life well because you understand each other and you accept each other's differences, mm. then you can do that. You can take that tool and you can apply it to other relationships that you have um, in your life. And it, it really does help you to um, get used to different. Yeah, It helps you to broaden your perspective, right? Yeah. Um... Uh, I think rejection is what we had uh, uh, mentioned early on. And, and so rejection to me, and I think I said this to you in our little four-day extravaganza, like <laughs> it's different that for Stephanie Shane to mm-hmm. reject Terry Shane 
versus Ray Ray and Junebug. Ray Ray and Junebug can, and I don't like it. I want everybody to like me. I really want everybody to like me. But if Ray Ray and Junebug say I don't like Terry, it's easier for Terry than with Stephanie. Um, However, I think that being said, it should be easier for us to try to get in some uncomfortable situations in society to to get used to different. In other words, um, you know, People, when when we hang around with people that think like us, look like us, vote like us. There's no rejection. There's no rejection. Because everybody's the same. Everybody's the same. How are you growing? How are you? Is it because you're a news channel? That's how you're growing? So what you're saying is, is like within our relationship, our, the most growth has come through the rejection. It's come through the rejection. It's come through the uncomfortable. It's come through, look, I don't agree with you, but if I listen long enough, I'm telling you, some of the worst people in the world that we see on TV, we say, that person is a terrible person because they killed an entire family and they, but, you know, listen, I don't agree with them doing what they did at all. And I'm not trying to justify it, but I promise you, if we were to see the video of them being locked in a chest as a child and not being able to come out for hours, Mm. being burned by cigarettes by their dad or stepdad or their not even dad, or seeing the video of them being molested as a child, I mean, I'm... I'm just being real because until we get uncomfortable, how do we get to judge someone's actions? Everyone is a product of what's happened to them. Are there people in this world that are just pure evil? I, I, I don't know how to argue that. I mean, I yeah. feel like, yes, yes. But I feel like that if we would take some time to get uncomfortable like you and I have in our marriage, we've got very uncomfortable because it's like we had to learn how to trust each other in situations like when we were laughing about this earlier. Sometimes when you react, it sounds like you're mad. And my first reaction well, is because, like, uh, like I'm scared. You're scared. You're scared. But now I know that now when you do that, I'm like, that's this. She ain't even worried about me. She well, just I'm like, like, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and you're like, okay. what the hell are you screaming for? Why are you, wait, why are you screaming? Now I just let you scream and then I wait for about, I don't know, three, four minutes and you go, Terry, did you see the spider on the wall? I was like, dang, I thought I was in trouble. But, but here's seriously. What, here's, let me speak to that though, because like I didn't realize I was, I came off like that. Mm-hmm. Like I, you, you say I come off as angry. I, for, I didn't know I was dramatic. I didn't know I, I was oh, so my expressive. God. And, and your daughter. You guys are twins. <laughs> Listen, just side note, because we're going to keep going. But Josephine Baker. she Who is Josephine Baker? Oh, that, she knows. Zoe. Zoe, okay. She, that chick, we will be sitting on the couch in the house. Everybody's relaxed. And she does it. <gasps> well, I, don't, I can't even do it like her. But it sounds like someone. It's really it's, low. There's like, like she's a sucking car wreck. Up all, the room just it, all the air in the room. Happened. She just sucked it up because she's so upset. And she'll say, did you see what she has on? Or, you know, something that doesn't even matter. And it's like, I thought someone. I, like, do I need to get my pistol? Like, What's what is, worse, though, is when she does that when you're driving. Yes! <laughs> she. She, when right, she when da- she did. Did I say he? No, yeah, you said when she, but you act like it's Zoe. Oh. That, that's the same thing you do. Okay, anyway. 
Wait, yeah. am I that bad? Oh, lo- not in, not as much anymore. Again, like I'm we're talking to, I'm because to get we've better. communicated that that might kill us both someday. When you <laughs> grab, you like, and you're like, the speed limit is thirty five and not forty five, Terry. Maybe <laughs> slow we should down. Stop. Oh my god, slow anyway. down. <laughs> anyway, uh, so so back to rejection. Getting to know someone, understanding somebody, getting uncomfortable, being in that setting. Here's the thing that I think people don't do though. Because people will say, well, I, I get uncomfortable. I I feed people at the food kitchen. I, um, you know, I... Uh, but are you willing to be rejected is the question. Come on. Like, have you sat down at their table or in their tent because they don't have a home? Mm. Have you seen what they have to do? Everybody got something to say about those people sitting on the corner, you know, asking for money or whatever. Live but one I day. I wonder Live if one day we in their shoes. lived in their shoes. How many of their family members have rejected them, or how many? What if it was the government that rejected? I I went to war, and and they have done nothing for me. I have PTSD. I can't get Came the right drugs. Right. I can't get medication that is good for me, and so now I'm taking this because it's the only thing that helps me deal with life. With, with yeah. life. And then we so look true. at them and we go, Oh, who could do that? Are they really just? And I gotta tell you, sometimes I feel like. Uh, you know, I work three jobs. Sometimes I want to put a little sign in front of me and say, I just don't want to work anymore. I wonder how much money I can make sitting right maybe here. Maybe you should try it. I, I have maybe thought about could, that. You could quit one of those three. That, 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 <laughs> I, I thought, I thought Somebody about, might feel sorry I, for I you. I might make a I'll give you a dollar. <laughs> I'll give you a dollar. Well, people will probably be like, finally, someone just saying exactly why they're there. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, yeah. I, I just think we judge people because we don't, we haven't experienced or, 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 um, um, there hasn't been enough communication between us and them to know. Well, the and I think it goes back to exactly what you said, though. People are afraid of rejection. Mm. And I think that the, the the solve in your fear of rejection is to be willing to be rejected. And mm. so just take the chance. Mm. Because I know, like, this week, for me, you and I, specifically. This past week? Yes. Yeah. How we were arguing. If I would have embraced my fear of being rejected it would have ended much sooner than what it did. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I think that the reason there was no softness towards me is because I was afraid of being rejected further. And I think that you could say the same thing. A thousand like, percent. It probably wouldn't even went, it probably wouldn't even went an hour if I would have said, hey, I, this is how I feel based right, on the conversation right. we just had. I apologize. I, I, right. Yeah. You would have said, I apologize. No, I wouldn't apologize. Exactly, because you're, you're afraid still of being rejected. Just, yeah, you see what I'm bit. saying? Yeah. <laughs> you're full of crap. You're full of crap. <laughs> This dude will not apologize. I have apologized once <laughs> in, in your life. That's not true. I've to your mama. That, whatever. I'm a caller yeah. and ask if I can hear it again because you have not apologized <laughs> to me. I'm kidding you. So, yeah. so look, just real quick, like so, I, I, if you're thinking about someone that says I'm not, I'm not afraid of rejection. I'm cool with rejection. This, they are not talking to me today um what would you say to that person what would you say the importance of communication is to that person that says that like i'm i'm cool i'm I'm fine i don't i you know i am not afraid of being rejected i i am cool with getting used to different what would you say to that like what what would you say to somebody says i watch or this is my lifestyle and everyone around me uh, agrees with my lifestyle and everyone around me 
you know, watches my news. Everyone around me votes like me. Everyone around me dress. I mean, I am, I am perfectly fine with who I am right now. Like, you know, would you say, I mean, I think, I think I would say if you're not being challenged, then you're afraid of rejection. <laughs> Mm. A right? thousand percent, a thousand percent. I mean, like, if, so if anybody if, was walking with me and talking to me when to I said that, when I said, "No, I'm comfortable. I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm good. Gonna, I'm challenged. I don't have," then that you, you're not willing to get used to different. And the, and you say, "What's the problem with that? I'm comfortable. Everybody, it, that that you're in my opinion, you're really not learning anything. You're not challenging yourself. You're not being challenged." How can you learn if you're never challenged by any narrative? So, so I, I think that we've established that definitely pushing into your fear of rejection in any relationship is beneficial because not only do you get to overcome your trauma and your fears, and a lot of times when you push through that, you will find out that you're not rejected uh. and that it pays off, right? Or, or you get to, you get to take, um, power over your your inhibitions the things that keep you from living like in a full um full self like fully you you know rejection often keeps me from saying the things that i really want to say mm. or doing the things that i really want to do because i might want to um go up and give somebody a hug but i'm afraid that they're going to feel a certain way about me because well maybe they don't want to hug me mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. but my heart says go give her a hug mm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Or say a kind word to this person. Yeah. But I'm so afraid of maybe the people that I'm with or will, will they reject me? Will mm. they accept my hug? Mm. Will they accept my kind words? If I tell her how beautiful I think she looks today, will she say thank you? Or will she just look at me and roll her eyes? Because both have happened before, mm. right? And, and I realize that in those moments that it's always about how I feel on the other side of that. And am I going to feel good about this or am I going to feel bad about this? And and that literally boxes me in and keeps me from being able to fully live in the person that I I am. And I see that in my marriage and I see that in so many other relationships. But we've established, though, that when you push into that, oftentimes you will become a better person. You'll be a better person because you'll be challenged. Yeah. And there's and there's there's beauty in being challenged. Right. Because it grows who you are as an individual. But. Corporately, though, humanity-wise, it's very difficult. I, I realize it's very difficult to, to coexist in environments where there's so many people that are so vastly different. And they, ha they hold very different views, um, very different religious views, very different political views, social views. Everything is different, and it's hard to push past our limitations with people that are so different than us. I, I'm curious, what is the benefit of us pushing into those um, moments of conflict, conflict that like present themselves in these circles of strangers, maybe, or no. people that we're not close with? Because it's one thing to say, oh, push into conflict, push into rejection with your family. But I'm talking about like in the workplace or at the grocery store. Yeah. You know, or, or there's just, there's people present that, that you don't have like a, an emotional relationship with. But yet there's still those differences that are present. What is the gain in trying to overcome uh, our fears of rejection and the differences that separate individuals? I think I say change. 
I say change. I say influence. Um, uh, to me, uh, in my experience, when I've been scared to venture into, I mean, I had an Achilles heel as far as a lifestyle a while back, probably 10 years back, that drove me insane. I didn't understand it, made me feel a certain kind of way. And then I dove into that lifestyle, meeting people. And I don't mean, here's the thing. I'm not talking about like meet someone, shake their hand, take them to dinner so you feel better. I'm talking about like getting to know someone doing or life. doing life with them. And maybe it's not them, but it's people that are similar to them in an, on a frequent basis. It 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 mandates change. Mm. If you want to have influence, you have to have true friendships. I'm I'm in sales right now. If I come up to you and you have a, a beautiful red uh, yellow sweater on right now and I go, "That's a beautiful sweater. I like your earrings. Oh my gosh, they're Would you like to buy a bus?" <laughs> I like. What the hell? Get out of here, you creeper. Right, right, like <laughs> right. But if I if I had a conversation with you and I heard what your heart was and I saw that you had a need, I would be like, okay. I like to hey, this need. Hey, what if I could help you with that? See now we're now it makes a difference. Now there's a change. Now we and then it goes further than that. It's not going to be just what I sell you. It's going to be a relationship, and you're going to say, hey, I know this guy over here. He wants to get to know you. And it'll help you, by the way, in, in whatever. If you want to make a change, if you watch or if you are in a group of people that you feel like needs to influence others, get uncomfortable. Hmm. Talk to people that don't think like you. If you are a, a person that really wants to make change, you do that, change will come. Now, it might not be the change that you think. Is going to come. It might end up that you go and you hang out with certain people that don't think like you and you become changed. Mm. I got to say this. There's a story in, in the Bible about um, Paul. or It's not about Paul. It's about Peter, actually. It's about Peter and Paul. It's about Peter and Paul. And so Peter is this Jew that, um, you know, he's had a hard time, like, get shaking the whole, you know, the way God loves Jews and Gentiles. Mm. Um, so he, he chills with the Jews and he likes hanging out with the Jews and the Jews is his people. Well, he likes hanging but, out with the Gentiles too. He starts hanging out with the Gentiles. He's okay he's hanging out with the Gentiles. But what happens is when Peter's chilling with the Gentiles and the Jews come around, all of a sudden, Peter changes up who he is. And he starts acting like the Jews again. Starts acting like and the Jews And in the process, again. he rejects the Gentiles. Come on. And why does Peter do that, do you think? Well, Peter does it because he doesn't want to be rejected himself. Yet in the process of not wanting to be rejected, he rejects. He rejects an entire period. And you know he gets called out on that. And I feel like that is what God does to us on a regular basis when we refuse to get uncomfortable. God is like, hey, you don't want to get uncomfortable? In the process, you reject people. You reject people. And get used to different wants to annihilate that thought process. Mm. We want to get away from that process. We want everybody, everybody's going to feel rejected at some point or not. But if you realize that you rejecting others 
by by you your fear of being rejected you you become the person others. that is rejecting others i mean who is that what you want to be well and and i think that's so good terry i mean that's that's so good and i think that we can speak to that in a very very small spectrum of marriage mm-hmm. and we can speak to our individual fears of rejection and how in that process of our fears of being rejected we reject one of no- one another Come on. and i think that 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 can happen corporately like in larger scenarios in people groups when when there's people among you that present differences and you maybe have this uh, enticement to approach those differences and and want to get to know and understand and learn about those differences but your fear of rejection literally keeps you from gaining that understanding mm. and in that process you reject that people group and and so i think that that's a beautiful thing to um to end with on today is to challenge everybody to get uncomfortable yeah. in the differences that are presented in the relationships that you hold, whether it be your husband or your wife right. or your kids right. or any family members or your coworkers or just people in your life that are different from you where you would be afraid maybe to ask certain questions or to get to know them a little bit on a deeper level. We would, we would push you yeah. to push into that fear yeah. and to not allow your fear of rejection to ultimately reject others. Oh. Yeah. I think that when you start to get used to different, you you start to see the reward. It's a whole new world. Almost always. Almost always. And I say almost almost, almost always just because I think there's instances. There's going to be times when, when you, you actually, the, the fear of rejection is going to be fulfilled, yeah, right? Right. But, but, the, but do we allow that to keep us... In the same place and stagnant? No, we, we use that as momentum to push us on. If we would have allowed our rejection, the feeling of rejection for each other, we'd been divorced 13, 13 years ago. We would ago. have been divorced three days ago. Yeah, yeah, a thousand percent. I was going to leave your ass. Oh, well, I don't think <laughs> we're going to leave the podcast with that. But uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Guys. I, I, no, listen, though, I, I do want to say, ultimately, the payoff is... That what happens when you push into the fear of rejection and you are embraced. Yeah. And and the very fear that you had turns into this this um, reward. It's like reward a, yeah. and and your perspective is broadened. And in this last four days, I've learned more about you yeah. than I have in a long time. And and that knowledge that I have will will help me as I navigate our relationship, you know, down the road and it only brings us that much closer together. Absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, in 13 years we'll be talking about something that's, you know, how strong our marriage has been for the last 13 years. And we had this hiccup that we couldn't believe we had, but I, every time, every day we get stronger, I feel like. I agree. So, um, well guys, I hope that, um, that helps somebody. I hope uh, you download some of it. Yeah. And, and, and listen, it's no good to have a podcast or, um, to talk about things that, that, that we can't apply. So, I mean, our goal for you guys is just, listen, if you're, if you're creeping on our podcast, you're like, I don't want these fools to know I'm listening to their podcast (laughs) because they think they're special or something. Listen, that's Okay. Try it. 
try it. Try um, getting used to different. Try going into a group of people that you wouldn't normally be around and just just try it until you hear us next time. Until you hear our next podcast. I, I would love to hear some feedback on some that. feedback of what happens when you get out of your comfort zone, when you're willing to be rejected in order to not reject. I think, I think you'll definitely see a change. So we will see you guys next time. We love you. Love you guys. We appreciate you for listening.